Well, welcome to another episode of our Ag Plus Bio Plus Science podcast presented by Agrinovis Indiana and Inside Indiana Business. I'm Gary Dick, the host of Inside Indiana Business, also the host of this weekly podcast where we have in-depth conversations with the leaders, the innovators, and entrepreneurs in Indiana's ag bioscience sector, the sector where food, agriculture, science, and technology converge. This week, excited to sit down with Aaron Schacht, the Executive Vice President of Innovation, Regulatory, and Business Development at Alanco. Aaron, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks, Gary. And I say welcome back to the podcast. You really kicked off uh, this podcast uh, back in 2018. You've continued uh, with your leadership role, uh, uh, certainly at Alanco, but also at Agrinovis uh, to the extent that you were recently named interim CEO of the organization. Yeah, it's an exciting time. First, great to be back. Uh, mm-hmm. I was glad to be invited back. Didn't know after my first event whether that would happen, <laughs> but glad to be here with you, you again. You great. Obviously, uh, yeah, things at, at Alanco proved to be, continue to be exciting. And obviously with Agrinovis, with Beth's departure, it's an important time for us. First of all, Beth has laid such a tremendous platform. And if you can talk about Agrinovis, you think about Beth Bechtel. Uh, we now get the opportunity, right, to fill her shoes, uh, mm-hmm. Beth's team, as well as myself as the acting CEO, to really just carry forward the momentum that she's built. Yeah, we'll talk about that, uh, Aaron, if you would, because, uh, you know, I've said on many occasions, I was always impressed by the moment momentum behind Agrinova seemingly from from day one. There was such enthusiasm and support at the initial announcement, and that has carried on. As you take over this this acting role or in the process of getting a permanent successor, how would you assess the state of, of Agrinovis? Yeah, I think the health of Agrinovis is very strong. It's, it's what happens when you have a great concept meeting great leadership. And uh, really the challenge for us is the concept is unchanged. In fact, it becomes even more exciting, this convergence of food, agriculture, science, and technology being the foundation of what really uh, Indiana uh, can contribute on a global scale followed by or led by someone with great energy and passion. Now we get to step up the board, the executive board, the Agrinovis team, and really sort of fill in the blanks relative to what Beth leaves behind and hopefully conduct a successful search to find a replacement. You're a very busy guy. Why is it important for you to take on this additional role uh, to help guide the uh, the organization at this uh, this time of transition? Sure. As the executive chair, I mean, the most important thing that I can do with my colleagues who sit on the executive board is make sure main, maintain consistency and continuity. Um, but more and more importantly, we need to maintain momentum. We've got great momentum, great um, recognition for the state because of this initiative. I think we're differentiating ourselves and we don't want to lose that. Mm-hmm. So with all the investment we've made so far, really realizing the returns on those investments are where we are now and to step away uh, and let things sort of be um, less well uh, maintained. Uh, would be not would not be the right thing right now. Um, in addition to leading the Agrinovis team, you also chair the search effort for that new CEO uh, with Medallion Partners. We've had CEO Tom Bratton actually on this podcast. What can you tell us about the pro- uh, process and and the qualities? Um, you know what you're looking for in that next leader. Yeah. So the process is well underway. We're glad to have the Medallion team uh, supporting our efforts. We formed a search committee that's made up of both executive committee members as well as other board members. Uh, that team has been organized, worked closely with the Medallion team, really set out the uh, the specifications for the next leader. And those really come down to uh, a leader who can come in and really accelerate the growth of the engine that's been built here. Uh, the great platform is built, lots of energy and great direction, uh, lots of things we know work well that we need to maintain. But now 
now opportunities to grow beyond that. Mm-hmm. And we're looking for a leader who can who can really build on what Beth has built uh, and take this uh, enterprise to the next level. Do, do you have a timetable to, to name a successor? Uh, ideally, we'd like to conclude a search in the first half of this year. That'll be a function of how good the candidate pool is mm-hmm. and how quickly we can move through the process of selecting and negotiating. Uh, but that's our goal is to try to get somebody in place by the end of the first half. Yeah. Knowing the Agronovas team, uh, as I do, I would expect that it's going to be, uh, you know, business as normal uh, for the organization. But uh, in this year of transition, um, are there some goals and targets uh, that you have set uh, for Agronovas? Yeah, I think, first of all, it's, it is business as usual, except in the sense that I think all of the members of the Agronovas team are looking forward to the opportunity to step up and doing more, uh, not only because they can as individuals, but because the, the, the package of activity that we have underway requires it. Uh, we've got, uh, so we've successfully renewed the Lilly Endowment Grant, so we've got more uh, funding fuel. We've got a constant base of company investors in Agronovas, so the, so the finances are in place to really drive key projects forward, and we're looking forward to continue things like preparation for another summit this year, uh, advancing a new taconomy study, which really ends uh, ends up being an update to the original study that launched Agronovus, um, taking a measure of how is the state doing in these categories of business and how are we positioned on a a national and global scale to continue to lead in economic development initiatives. That's important going forward. There's some work going on to enable entrepreneurs in the state uh, to catalyze their efforts forward. There's work going on to identify talent pools and mobilize Mm -hmm. those and bring those uh, forward. So all of these initiatives are very well established, very well led by the current individuals. And it's really just now let's run our plays. You mentioned uh, funding, which obviously is critically important to any organization. As you look at those corporate uh, uh, partners, uh, talk about the buy-in that that is there. There are tremendous assets on the corporate side around the state of Indiana. And it it seems to me that that, that there's been real buy-in and understanding of the importance of Agronovus from uh, really uh, day one. Yeah, there's no question. That's been been the group that I feel uh, surrounded by uh, along the way to this point. But I think an interesting uh, point to make is I reached out to the board members uh, when we knew of uh, Beth's transition and asked all of our board uh, members to consider committing not only for 2020, but 2021 as well, such that we could take the pressure off of securing those commitments of the new CEO when that person arrives. Mm -hmm. And we've uniformly had great um, commitment uh, across the board to do that. So that's an evidence of they they believe in Agronovus beyond a more than one year at a time sort of framework. Yeah. As you look at the potential going forward, once you get that new leader uh, in place, um, but the future for Agronovus, how would you assess it? You know, it seemed to me with the momentum that has been established, uh, the partners who seem to be engaged, that the kind of the, the upside is is fairly substantial. It is. I think we've had, you know, successes of the right kinds. One, we've drawn attention to Indiana as a sector uh, that that uh, for this sector that is very important and could become, uh, you know, globally relevant. Mm-hmm. I think we've attracted mm-hmm. companies from outside the U.S. to Indiana to land either uh, expansions of their business or the central headquarters of their business. I think we've catalyzed uh, the energy around a startup uh, environment, and we've drawn attention to the great talent pools that exist here across the really the different sectors that converge to make up ag plus bio plus science. We've got anchor tenants in the form of an Lanco and a, and, a, and a Corteva who are really launching into the next phase and season of their existence. And so I think all of these things are the consummate ingredients to continue this. Where do we go next is really just to continue to converge, 
catalyze, attract, um, and and tell that story mm-hmm. uh, in 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 louder and more substantial ways. And I think we have a pretty good advocate now, uh, sitting in the Food and Agriculture Organization of the mm-hmm. United Nations, to also take some of that mindset and extend it beyond uh, even the United States. Well, before we go, uh, Aaron, do you want to talk about uh, your role at Alanco, uh, certainly one of the shining stars, uh, corporate stars in the state of Indiana. You've been very busy uh, on that side uh, of the ledger as well. Talk about uh, uh, what's going on at uh, at Alanco. Uh, it's been a successful year since going public uh, in June. Give us a thumbnail sketch of what's happening. Yeah, it's really been uh, quite an adventure with the, uh, you know, the initial public offering in, in late 2018, mm-hmm. setting us up to stand separate from Lily with Lily completing the uh, the uh, exchange of Alanco shares uh, and really setting us free as an independent operating business in early uh, 2019. And then, of course, a couple of acquisitions on the smaller side, followed by a mm-hmm. big announcement around the Bayer Animal Health acquisition. Uh, we have successfully navigated uh, six quarters of, of uh, meeting expectations for our results mm-hmm. on both the top line and the bottom line, so feel quite good about the health and strength of the business. And with the Bayer acquisition, should that um, uh, come to conclusion, with approval by the regulatory authorities of, of the U.S. and Europe, which is really what we're waiting for to close the deal, uh, we move from a position of strength in the animal health industry to a position of leadership, and that's mm-hmm. really been our ambition. Mm-hmm. It sets us up to grow, to expand our reach uh, globally, to um, address more customer needs across the bigger set of platforms than we've been able to do. It's a very exciting time to be at Alango. Aaron Schacht is the Executive Vice President of Innovation, Regulatory, and Business Development at Elanco. Aaron, thanks for joining us, and thank you for your leadership on, on so many levels. It's very important. Thank you. And my pleasure. It's an exciting time to be involved in these things. All right, and thank you for joining us on this latest edition of the Ag Plus Bio Plus Science podcast. It's a weekly production partnership between Agrinovis Indiana and Inside Indiana Business. And a reminder that registration is still open for the uh, Agrinovis Indiana, the fourth annual Ag Bioscience Startup Showcase. It's April 30 at the Biltwell in Indianapolis. Attending is free. All you have to do is register at bit.ly backslash agbioshowcase20. Thanks for joining us this week. I'm Gary Dick. We'll see you next time. This podcast is a product of Inside Indiana Business. Hosted by Gary Dick. Produced by Bridget O'Reilly, Libby Fritz, and Joe Ullery. More people get Indiana Business news from Inside Indiana Business than any other source.